the, the resolutions of Nazareth says, those who know, among other things, that uh, they have done something wrong, they know deep down that they have done something wrong, they must approach the organization and say to the organization, we think we have gone wrong uh, here, and voluntarily uh, step aside, right? It also says those who are reported to have done uh, wrong things, those who are charged, and so on and so on and so on. Now, uh, I don't think that uh, people who know that they have not done anything wrong must step aside, unless voluntarily they step aside. When you look at that resolution and other resolutions of the ANC, I think we made a mistake as the ANC. We didn't take our resolutions to the lawyers after taking those resolutions, to scrutinize them and make sure that every resolution complies with the law. I'm actually through my branch going to suggest that the next national conference must take a decision that says after conference, the resolutions must be circulated to members for comment for 21 days or so. And they must also be taken to the lawyers to be checked. If you remove somebody because uh, you say they are the accused in court, look at what happened to Bongo. Bongo won the case. If Bongo was removed on the basis that he was formally charged by the due processes of the law, it would have been injustice uh, on him. What will we be doing now if Bongo now he has won the case? And other comrades who have won uh, their cases, you remove them from their positions. So the ANC, and I agree with the DSG, at some point the DSG was explaining the difficulty that the ANC finds itself in, in as far as removing people, and later on, uh, people are cleared. What do you then do? People have suffered reputational damage in the eyes of the public. Those people are corrupt and all these other things, and now the courts clear them. So the ANC, in my view, must tread a little bit, a little bit carefully. So my own view is that those who are wrong, step aside voluntarily. Because if you force somebody to step aside, it means you are not totally complying with the Constitution when it says you are not guilty until you are found guilty by a court of law. And that was the former ANC chairperson and premier of the Northwest Supramomapelo speaking exclusively to the SABC in the Northwest yesterday. Meanwhile, the ANC has announced that it will outline the process of its step-aside resolution for party members facing criminal charges later today. As you know, the 30-day deadline for party leaders charged with corruption to step aside or face suspension from the party also expires today. To talk to us about this and what we can expect, we join on the line by the author as well as political analyst Dr. Ralph Mateja. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Very good morning to you, Elvis, and good morning to your listeners. Thanks for inviting me. Doctor, the deadline for the party secretary general, Ace Mahashule, and others to step aside is today. What is your expectation? Is he and others that are in a similar boat likely to announce that they will be stepping aside? No, I mean, uh, Elvis, uh, Mr. Mahashuda had made it very clear that he had no intention to step aside. He was he asked to consult different uh, seniors within the NC, former leaders of the party. He only consulted those who will most likely look like will support his idea of not 
stepping aside. So the ANC, again, I'm listening to Supramahuma Pelu there. They want to make this thing a technical issue, as if it is not clear, as if the criteria as to who should step aside is not clear. Whereas it's very clear, if you're facing charges, there's only one way in which someone can actually face charges. It is if they're being charged by any of the state or authority within South Africa. So that is a very clear criteria. Uh, and they've said that, yes, if you're facing formal charges, you step aside. But we've seen the Deputy Secretary, I mean, the, the, the Secretary General, Mr. Mahashule, trying to make this impossible to implement by saying that each and everyone who actually is facing uh, maybe rumor of impropriety or having conducted that must step aside. That will result in uh, nearly half of the NC being gone and it will be impractical to implement this. So the clear intention is that there is no intention here to step aside. People look like they want to challenge this thing legally. And I wonder if they've got any legal ground to challenge this thing legally because it's, it's what their own party is asking from them and they voluntarily joined that party. Now, Doctor, if Mahashule does not step aside, what would this mean for the African National Congress and its unity stance that it wants to portray? It will mean his ill-defiance and his conduct, his utterances have actually shown that he's ill-defiance, but the balls then goes back to the, the question that goes back to the NEC. What would the NEC do? Will they just take the key from him, from people at the house? Are they going to stop him from accessing his desk at the Tully house? That's what the difficulty is. It looks like they still need to be more talk around this within the NEC. They cannot just force this thing through. It seems there's support uh, from Supremo Mapello to the SG, but if the former Northwest Premier Supramon Pelo's view, is it correct that stepping aside should be purely voluntarily and, and forcing members out would not be legally compliant? I mean, it, it has never been meant to be voluntarily. It has failed as a voluntary initiative. What is clear now is that people must step aside. Uh, uh, the party has made it very clear. It did not, there was no mention in there that those who feel like they need to volunteer, they can do it. There was no such provision. It's just here, Elvis, uh, some senior members, including Mahmoud Pedos, trying to stress this thing in a way that it looks unimplementable, this policy of deficit. And it is their intention to make sure that it looks like they don't want to see it being implemented. Now, the ANC says it will outline its process of its step-aside resolutions later today. What can we expect? <laughs> they can outline this thing to <laughs> death, uh, Elvis. I mean, to be honest with you, what more need to be clarified? I mean, They've been going around this thing for a while. It, 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 it should be clear. They should tell us what they're going to do. Are they going to just push people out? Because if you're saying that someone needs to step aside, they don't want to. You then have to push them. Are they going to push Mr. Mahashule? And how are they going to do it? That's then to be seen. If there's indecisiveness, what would that mean for the leadership of the president, Sil Ramaphosa? I think it's more of lack of political will. It's more of a the difficulty in, in implementing this thing, not being able to actually uh, read people, the riots act, because I think the politically, the, the party is not aligned for someone to just push this thing through. Members are becoming quite belligerent. And it, it, I don't even know even if Mr. Supramahuma himself is still a member or not, because he's said to have been suspended, and now you hear him outlining a very key policy issue that is where there is a deadlock regarding so uh, it, it, it's going to be very difficult. The NC just has to rein in their own members. 
But clarifying this thing further, it's just a clear indication that they are not able, they don't have the political will to push through this thing. The, the president was for two days as the ANC president on the standard Zondo Commission. Do you expect that the president, Sir Ramaphosa, will face a storm, perhaps, and a fallout from some ANC NEC members for his testimony at the State Capture Commission of Inquiry? He shouldn't face the, any problem, Elvis, because he did a good job for the ANC. I mean, they cannot find a better spokesperson than them. The president went there and admitted that the party has got structural problems but he would not attribute any blame to an individual. He will not talk about any specific instances. That's the best picture the ANC could hope for, that uh, they are now have an opportunity to, as, as the president was pitching, they want an opportunity to go correct those internal processes, which it seems they are nowhere near closer to resolving. But I think that the president did well on the side of the ANC, uh, presented a, a, a picture that's quite good as far as the ANC is concerned. The question is whether those outside the NC, do they find the president to be quite honest in his reflection on the challenges confronted by the party? Or should he have gone further enough to explain what happened in some of the specific decisions? I'm one of the people who I think I'm, I'm seeing his appearances, of course, politically. He did what he could, but it still looks calculated. It looks more like he was being careful not to implicate himself and the ANC deeply, Elvis. And just quickly on Momopelo again, he's been slapped with that five-year suspension, but he says he remains a full ANC member in good standing because he's written to the National Disciplinary Council uh, or to, of the party appealing his suspension. Is he correct? Well, from his thinking, he seems to believe when people are faced these sanctions, they need to volunteer to accept the sanction, which means he will need to volunteer to accept the suspension. Clearly, he's also in defiance as well. He doesn't look like he's someone who's moved by the suspension by the provincial disciplinary uh, 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 forum or maybe chapter of the ANC in Northwest. It, it doesn't look like Mr. Mahmoud Pili has been touched by anything. He sounds very confident as a member of the ANC. I thank you so much for your time and your comments. That was uh, Dr. Ralph Mateja.